0: Welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen today, so expect miracles. This week on Faith in the Morning, we're taking another look at faith. Yes, Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And I'm going over a message I shared last year when we talked about what is faith. And we looked at it in such a way that I believe is going to inspire you even today and help you re-examine where is your faith, how are you using your faith, are you building your faith, Faith is like a muscle. It must be built up. So enjoy the messages this week and help encourage your faith and give you another perspective of faith and remind you how to use your faith so you can experience the miraculous in your life. Keep your faith turned on. Keep your faith turned up and add to your faith. Enjoy the message. But notice something else, a famous scripture to a lot of us. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on the behalf of those whose heart is perfect toward Him. God is looking throughout the earth for people whose heart's perfect for Him. And in context, looking at chapter 14, chapter 16, what is this context? Those who will rest on God. Those who will rely on God. Those who have faith on God. Even as we quoted earlier, Jesus said when He comes back, He's looking for faith on the earth. And so God wants to show Himself strong on behalf of those who keep their heart right and those who are willing to rest on on him. Trust him. Rely on him. So are there some victories and harvests we missed out on because we decided to do what we thought was wise instead of laying and relaxing and leaning on the everlasting arms? Are there some battles in our life today because yesterday we didn't lean on God? Your faith today affects outcomes tomorrow and beyond. You have to make the habit every day, lean on God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't even lean on what you can think. Yes, use your brain, but that's not should be your primary source to hold you up. It's faith in God. And you rewire your thinking and your understanding to the word of God. So your mind thinks according to the word of God. Go to 2 Kings 18.5, and I believe we're close here. What is faith? It is trust, it's reliance, it's resting on God. I've heard a man of God say this way, one of the highest levels of faith is rest. One of the highest levels of faith is rest. A lot of us have lost rest this year, not because of a lot of work we've done, but because of anxiety. And stress. Some of you need to be like Jesus and take a nap. In the middle of the storm, what was Jesus to do? Sleeping. The disciples woke him up. Don't you care that we're going to die? Can't you imagine how you look at someone woke you up like that? I can only imagine the look of Jesus. Like, bruh, really? And the thing is, it talks about how the boat was full of water. So Jesus might be floating on a pillow. Imagine this with me. He's knocked out, could be snoring. On this pillow, floating back and forth. And imagine Peter and John and James rushing through all that water. Don't you care, we're about to die! Dude, get out of my face! Jesus walked through all that water, but also remember there was already a miracle happening because if a boat gets full of water, what happens? But yet their boat was still going. Don't get so distracted by the storm, you missed a miracle in motion. And so he walks through all the water, gets to the edge, and he says, it says he rebuked the wind and said, peace, be still. Otherwise he just said, shh, calm that down. The wind stopped, the wave stopped, and it was a calm. And he looked at him and says, why didn't you have any faith? Meaning, y'all could have handled this. I could still be sleeping. This is not something you had to wake me up for. Why, he just taught them Mark 4 that day. He told them the enemy will attack. He told them how the kingdom works, so he fully expected that they could handle it. But they got distracted by the storm. It was an invisible storm, I get it. If a storm suddenly came out of nowhere and there's no rain, it didn't say it was raining. It said it was a windstorm and the waves would get into the boat. I'm sure that would perplex many people. But notice, he expected their faith to handle it. But they became in anxiety and they began to question the care of Jesus. And that's what anxiety would do, Will cause you to question the care of your God. You know, when there were, the other time there was a storm when Jesus walked on the water and Peter began to sink. Don't be so hard on Peter, because at least he walked on the water. How many of you walked on some water? No. He, at least he walked, but he got distracted by the wind or the waves. But have I asked you this before? Is it easier to walk on calm water or rough water? It doesn't matter. You can't do it. Doesn't matter if it's rough water or calm water. That's irrelevant. Too many times we get distracted by the irrelevant. So he took his eyes off of Jesus and he began to sink. He didn't sink all the way. He didn't drown. It says he began. But at least Peter was wise enough to pray a very good prayer. Help me, Lord. That's a good prayer. Some of y'all, instead of cussing, should say, help me, Lord. Another message. And Jesus caught him. And they walked back to the boat and told Peter, Come on, dude, why didn't you have faith? Made it personal. Peter, you know better. What was your faith? And could it just be during this whole storm of the pandemic and everything we've seen in 2020? Jesus looking at you, He's like, Dude, where's your faith? How long have you been in a church that taught faith? How many faith faith messages have you heard? How many times have you gone through your Bible? Where's your faith? Where's your faith? 2 Kings 18.5. Talking about King Hezekiah. He says, he trusted in the Lord God of Israel so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any that were before him. Out of all the kings of Judah, Hezekiah had more success and more victory, even beyond Asa and Jehoshaphat, who were really good kings. And why? Because of the way he trusted and relied on God. Now, I said, trust and rely on God does not mean you don't use your brain and you don't work. But as you go throughout the day, you're trusting him. You're acknowledging him. God, how should I handle it? Should I do how you showed me last time or should I change it? God, how should I address this customer? God, how should I handle this? And you check it in quickly on the inside. God, they're popping off. What should I do? You've redeemed me, but my flesh is saying, trying to quote LL Kudre with them. Mama said, knock him out. I really want to lean to the spirit of LL Kudre right now. You're acknowledging him trust in him. You're following him. And if you dare, just ask, okay, God, you've met all my needs and I'm good, but I think I should make some more money this year. What's your plan for me to do it? Then do it. Because, you know, there is a year after this one. It's called 2021. Life still keeps going. God has a plan. But have you asked him about his plan? See, something about this year has exposed where our faith has been. With all the things we're facing, where's your faith? And too many people, sadly, too many Christians, their faith is in political parties. Now, I believe in voting. I believe in researching. I watch both conventions. I read platforms, and I will vote. Well, who are you voting for? I ain't telling you. Because I'm not called to preach the donkey or the elephant. I do believe in researching. I do believe in studying out the different issues on both sides. I do believe in voting. I vote in the local elections, state elections, and the national elections. But my faith is not in a politician. One thing will save America is an awakening to God, not a candidate being in the White House or in the Congress. Yes, there are different elections that can make some things easier for us, and yes, we should study out those things and research those things. But our faith can't be in them. Because doesn't Psalm tells us trust not in princes? So why is our faith in them? Doesn't Jeremiah 17 say curse is the man who puts his trust in the flesh and departs from the Lord? How many of us are being empowered to fail? Because that's what curse means. Because we have so much faith in these politicians. Our faith has to be in God. Do you care who's going to win? Not in the way that I'll be anxious if one side wins and one side doesn't. No. Why? My faith is in God. Oh, this is the most important election in our lifetime. They've said that about every election. I still remember before I could vote. This is the most important election in our lifetime. Four years later, this is the most important election in our lifetime. Look, y'all. Research, vote, above all things, have faith in God. You know, when my wife and I vote, we'll vote as we're led after we've done our research and prayer, but we just count our ballot as a seed. Oh God, this is who we believe we're supposed to vote for, so we vote not in reliance on them knowing that no matter what happens, you got us. And so when the election's decided, that just lets me know who I focus on in prayer. Because regardless who wins, I will pray for them. Because that's what God told us to do. Why well, I don't like them. Then pray in the Holy Ghost for them. So I can't speak well of them. First, you need to check your own heart. Two, pray in tongues for them. Just call out their name and pray in the spirit. Stop being so caught up with American culture that you bow down to Babylon. Because if you bow, you'll burn. But if you don't bow, you can't burn. It'll be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah, the situation wasn't ideal. But notice who was walking with them. They had to walk through that fire. But they came out not smelling like smoke. Faith may not keep you from being thrown in the fire, but it'll keep you while you're in the fire. Faith has some keeping power. It has some preserving power. Because your God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, which also means he's the God of the middle. He's got you through things in the past. What makes you think this year is beyond his power? As he told Moses and Abraham, has my arm waxed short? Has my hand lost its power? No, it hasn't. Keep your faith in God. This is still your year of restoration and transformation. And that's why we're going to take these 31 days to pray in October. Because it's time for restoration and advancement. There's some big things I'm believing for. Some things like, Pastor, you must have lost your mind if you think you'd do that during a pandemic. Well, I did. I got the mind of Christ. I just dare to believe God. And I dare you to believe God. For your individual life, for your family, for everything that concerns you, to rely and trust on God. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Or as another translation, faith is what brings the world to its knees. And it's time for us to be faith people, because we are faith. It's who we are. So that's what we need to do. Amen. Stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. Because you are good and your mercy endures forever. We trust and rely on you. As the old song says, we lean on the everlasting arms, safe and secure from our whole We rest upon you as Asa and Hezekiah did. We put our faith in you. Help us, because we can't do this by ourselves, help us to be faith people. Help us to live the lifestyle of faith every single day so we can see in our lives what you promised us. And beyond that, we know this is the life that pleases you. And we want to live in a way that makes you happy because you've been so good and kind to us.